Duff Money and Personal Finance is a podcast for anyone looking to learn about money and for anyone looking for plan B and some financial independence. Basically, you refuse to work until you're 70-ish. Duff Money covers money mindset, lessons learned, investing fundamentals and property investing. The aim is to help you to understand your relationship with money, learn to avoid common mistakes, get some financial literacy and head towards financial independence. Hosted by Peter Duffy, we get stuck into single shares, index investing, crypto assets, property investing and much more. Podcast 9, When It Rains It Pours. In last week's podcast, I touched on how I used to have a poor relationship with my rental properties, and this was down to my poor relationship with money. My mood would definitely go south when I had to replace a boiler or get a plumber to repair a boiler, but things have changed with a more positive mindset. Perspective is massively important. This week's podcast will be about a six-week period that tested my new positive mindset out. Nothing major happened, but I had to spend a lot of money on my rental properties, something that would have killed me when I was a dormant landlord. It was a period when I was working on my budgeting skills by going through my bank statements. At the same time, I was having to pay a lot of money out, money I wasn't expecting to pay out. On one hand, I'm saving money. On the other, I'm having to spend it. Being a dormant landlord with a poor relationship with money, my personal finance skills were horrendous in the past. Disclaimer, with this in mind, I am not an expert on personal finance. I am not giving out any advice. This is information only. During this six-week period, I was all over my personal finances. Checking my bank statements was something I previously avoided, and this was part of my poor relationship with money. Working on your budgeting skills is a must when it comes to personal finance. I didn't know where my money was going. This can lead to properties not being insured or having two insurance policies on one property, just being very disorganized with money in general. It's embarrassing that this was me, but I'm all about being transparent and letting you know how disorganized I was so you can avoid being an average landlord or poor with your personal finances. This is not good enough and this complacent attitude towards my personal finances has cost me in the past. If you are like I was with your bank statements, they will be all over the place. You might have bills that have crept up or subscriptions that you are unaware of. Or was this just me? Hopefully this isn't you and you have a good relationship with personal finances. Just look at the sky bill that I thought was around £100, but no, it had crept up to £140. So now I'm all over personal finances, I have got a reduction with a better deal. And to get it further down, I even cancelled the sports package. The bill is now at £82 per calendar month, so that is a decent saving per month. If I want to watch the football, I'll have to drag my tight ass down to my mum's, or to the pub if Mrs Duffy lets me. Another example of shit personal finance was my BT subscription. A few years ago when I started to watch the UFC, I decided to get BT Sport at £10 per calendar month. In four years, I watched three Conor McGregor fights and hardly viewed the channel. 
What makes it worse is that this subscription had gone up to £30 per calendar month. So them free fights that probably lasted 30 minutes in total have cost me £1,440. It is clear that I was very consistent with my poor personal finance. But I started getting my head into money and decided to work on my personal finance skills. I had a good look at my bank statement and made all the necessary changes. This was another piece of the puzzle towards finally getting my financial house in order. Finally getting to grips with my bank statements came in May 2020. I had just got home from Oman. After 11 weeks in the desert, coming home was brilliant and it felt like the best Christmas ever coming home to my little squad. What wasn't brilliant was spending money, more money on boilers. When it rains, it pours, comes to mind, as I had to pay three, for three new boilers in six months. Two of those had been replaced in the six weeks since getting back from Oman. The dormant landlord from years before would have been devastated, but things had changed and I didn't let it affect me. It's part of being a landlord, so get the boilers replaced, end of. That was £4,500 spent on boilers in a very short space of time. This was an inconvenience, but luckily I didn't allow negativity to appear and drag me down. No self-pity, no feeling negative towards my rentals. I can now happily accept that this is part of being a landlord. Sometimes things go wrong and need replacing, and as the landlord, it is my responsibility to sort out problems for my tenants. What I was slowly starting to realise as I was getting a little bit older and a little bit wiser is that everything is about perspective. My new perspective was that I felt lucky to be a landlord. My new perspective was that I wanted to provide a service to my tenants as well as making a regular monthly income. I am more than happy to do what I can for my tenants within reason and was ready to be a full-time property investor. Within reason means I am not willing to wipe a tenant's ass. I know what I am legally responsible for and keeping things right on my end is no issue. I will replace a boiler or three boilers without hesitation or make sure the electrical insulation is safe and meets the necessary British standards, for example. What I won't do is go around to unblock a toilet when there is a 99% chance of it being blocked by wet wipes or kitchen roll. Maybe the first time is a gesture of goodwill, but not if it was repeat offenders constantly putting wet wipes or kitchen roll down the toilet. The way I am psychologically is a big step in the right direction from where I was two or three years ago. I was a miserable 35 year old and this sort of thing would have brought a dark cloud and my usual anxiety over money. I am nowhere near where I want to be financially, but I feel I am starting to head in the right financial direction. My relationship with money has improved massively and this has helped reduce my anxiety around money. This is what I want for anyone reading Duff Money or anyone listening to the Duff Money podcast. A couple of the podcasts I've listened to feature Ken Honda, who refers to himself as the little happy millionaire. Ken talks a lot about money EQ. EQ is emotional quotient or emotional intelligence. Happy Money by Ken Honda is an excellent book, by the way, that will help, imp help you improve your relationship with money, in my opinion. Money EQ is a reflection of your personal beliefs and thoughts about money, your emotions when you think about money, and how your subconscious mind makes financial decisions 
on autopilot. Although my emotions are improving, I know I can improve more, as being a stress head, a little bit negative and anxious over money are traits that I have really struggled to move past. Thankfully, I'm now able to manage my emotions much better and this has helped my relationship with money. You can read all about my relationship with money in my new book, FI Money, Learn the Hard Way, Teach the Easy Way. For more details, see duffmoney.com. If you have a good relationship with money, it will help you as a landlord or property investor, in my opinion, and it might just help you with your personal finances. If you like the sound of the Duff Money podcast, please leave an honest review. For a bit more of Duff Money, you can find the Duff Money blog at duffmoney.com or you can find me on most social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Thank you.